Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Thomas McClary, the founder of the Commodores, and I'm hanging with the teddy bear in the comfort zone. Finding some type of freedom. 
And so I decided to call the album Songs of Love and Freedom. Well, I can only imagine, especially for an artist, that can be very challenging. I know just everyday people challenging oneself as far as their sexuality, being comfortable in their own skin is very challenging because everyone is so judgmental. So for you as an artist to have that kind of level and vulnerability of freedom, what has that meant to you overall in your growth as an artist? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I feel like that's what I've been working on a lot for the past, like, three or four years is going through that growth and allowing myself to be vulnerable. And so that's what I really wanted to share with people on this project. I mean, this album is very honest. Um, There's a lot of myself that I put out, you know, Um, there's a lot of myself that I, you know, just let people in on specifically about fear, about vulnerability, about doubting yourself, about feeling hopeless sometimes, you know, about feeling lost. And then through that, just through those experiences of feeling lost and feeling hopeless, that's where you find that inner strength and that's how you find your freedom. That's how you let go of that fear. And so that's really what I put into the project. Well, it definitely resonates because I find that uh, everyone, not just artists, but just we as people in general, we have our own ways of being able to communicate or shall I say convey what we're feeling, whether it's through writing, whether it's through conversation, whether it's through music. It comes across to me just speaking to you in this brief time that music is your moose. It is a way of conveying all your your transparency through people who want the opportunity to know who you are as a person. Do you feel that was some sort of, I guess, a salvation for you to be able to use this as a, as a way of an outlet to express your journey as an artist, but also just as a woman? Yeah, you know, what's interesting is I've always been a writer. At all, Even before I started trying to write songs, I would always write poetry, and I would always journal ever since I was a child. I remember being like five or six years old and having a little green journal that I would write in, almost like a diary. And so for me, words have always been kind of a solace, and there's a lot of times when I don't even know. I'm not cognizant fully cognizant of how I'm feeling or what I'm going through until I sit down and put pen to paper and I'm able to kind of work through it. And so for me, just the process of writing all these lyrics over the past few years has been very healing. And I don't do it with the purpose of sharing, you know. I always start writing just for me because it's what I need to say. It's what I need to let out. And then it's a really beautiful experience to see then what happens once that that poem or that lyric becomes a song, becomes arranged, and then I get to perform it for people. I get to let people hear it and then to see how they take it in, how they relate to it, gives it a whole new life. So it's just a really beautiful thing that art has the capacity to do that, to not only heal myself, but then through sharing it, enable people to have their own experience with the work. And that's what I'm kind of experiencing now that the project is out, just hearing people's reactions and 
it's been really exciting. Now, I want to take it a step further. You just recently had the album release party, and you had an opportunity to provide a live performance. Music can be so strong. It has a, I, I lose track as far as the, the ability to bring people together. And I wanted to ask you, for us on outside looking in, because no one that's, that's not an artist can truly understand the feeling of gratification that one gets when you're able to touch so many people. And I wanted to ask you at some point, does it get somewhat overwhelming seeing the amount of love and gratitude that you have received for the new album? You know, I I don't know if it's overwhelming. It's I just feel really blessed, and um, I just try to really appreciate it in the moment because for me, I'm just, you know, I've been with this music for a long time now, you know. I think the first lyric I wrote that's on this album came I wrote in like 2011 you know so it's really been a process and then through recording you know you're very hyper focused on certain things like you know does this sound right do we need to meet this piano here and then the mixing it's like are these backgrounds the right level it's just you're so hyper focused on every little thing and so to be able to present the work to people and kind of move myself out of that that state of uh, criticalness, you know, because I'm so focused on making sure everything's right and kind of be able to sit back and appreciate it as a listener, just taking it in, um, you know, and then also feeling what people are giving me in response. It's just been really beautiful. I think uh, that the day of the album release concert, I was very nervous, um, not because of anything in particular, but just because, you know, it's, it's an exciting moment to be able to present this new music to everyone. And at the end of the night, I felt very fulfilled and also super tired just because <laughs> you bring so much energy to the stage. And then afterward, you know, you're talking to everyone, you're taking in everyone's reactions and trying to have very genuine interactions with everyone, you know, everyone individually. And I was just so tired at the end of it, but I felt great. It was amazing. <laughs> Well, that's not the first time that I've heard that. Um, for you, yeah. as for you as an artist, what do you feel is the best way to challenge yourself as a songwriter? What do you feel that you say? You know what? I could have did this, or I could have done that. Because at the end of the day, you are a songwriter. So, where do you see, as far as in the future, within the next couple of years, that you would like to see yourself elevate a little bit more? Mm, that's a really good question. I think, I mean, I, I'm i a songwriter who always collaborates. I always co-write with other people. And so for me, the, the, the trick is to find someone to collaborate with who you trust, because it's a very intimate process, songwriting, who you trust, but then who can also push you, challenge you to do new things, to try new things, to think about the song in a different way, to not go with what's expected, and so for me, I just find it exhilarating to work with lots of different people and build those types of relationships where you trust the other person's opinion and their process and their instincts, and you also trust yours, and just to see what comes out of that collaboration. 
so for me, over the next few years, I, I guess what I'd like to do is to keep building on some of those relationships I formed on this album because I work with so many amazing people who I really just, I, I truly love them and I, I so enjoy being in that process with them. And also just working with new people and, you know, just seeing what comes out of those out of those times together, out of that work that we put in. I'm excited to see, you know, you know, because it's just, you, you spend so much time getting the songs right, and then they're out there, and you're like, man, I got to do this all over again. I got to write <laughs> more great songs, you know? And so you got to give yourself the time to have the experiences to write about, you know, and you also have to meet the right people. So I'm just excited to see, you know, what, what comes in the future with all of that. Just to piggyback on something that you said as far as collaboration, I remember when I had this conversation with uh, Jeffrey Osborne, and I, I said this analogy. I said, you know what? To me, a collaboration is like being in a relationship, whether it's marriage, whether it's quote-unquote boyfriend, girlfriend, because you're trying to bring the best out of one another. You want to yeah. be supportive, but you're trying to push one another to be the best. It's like like my, like two kindred spirits are trying to think the same way, be on that same wavelength. It is very imperative when you're working together that there's someone that you have something in common with that you can bring the best out of. For you, writing for someone else, what is the best way of going about that process where you get an opportunity to know them a little bit better and maybe bring something out of them that they didn't even know they had? I think um, it's it's hard for me because my lyrics are very personal and I feel so personally connected to them. But what's exciting about writing for other people, like if I'm writing for another singer, is that I can say things in a way that I would never say on stage, you know, as long as it's aligned with how that artist would speak. You know, there's certain things that I might say in conversation that I'm not going to get up on stage and sing about because it's not the artist that I am trying to be, you know. Okay. It's still honest and still real, but it might be what this artist is trying to say, you know. Like, I'm not going to get on stage and sing a song about, like, you know, I don't know, cursing out my husband or something, you know, because it's just not <laughs> the artist that I am. But there's artists right. out there that that's exactly who they are, and that's what, you know, being maybe a, even a little bit more straightforward than I would typically be in my own work, you know, and just, uh, you know, it's just fun. It's just new, you know. So I like I like working with other people and helping them get their ideas out there. And it's just, you know, anything that pulls me out of my comfort zone, because writing for myself, I mean, if that's my comfort zone, you know, I do it all the time. So writing with other people, for other people, is just, you know, it's something new. It's fun to do. What I find so refreshing about you is that um, my staff had an opportunity to uh, get a couple of videos for me, live performances, and also a couple of interviews that you've done. And listening to you in your interview you remind me so much the way that you speak. Your voice reflections remind me so much of Minnie Riperton. Now, I know I'm dating myself, but that's all right. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I'm all right with that. 
And I'm listening. Just I had to kind of step back a little. I said, my God, she sounds like Minnie Riperton when she's holding a conversation with someone. And then seeing live performances of you, I said, wait a minute. Who is this person? I said, this person is very monotone, very low-key, just very quiet, a matter of fact, very direct. But then on stage, you are something else completely different. I said, so when I get her on, I said, who is this person on the stage that's performing? I, I really need to. <laughs> it is incredible the, the transformation in the outlet that an artist has when they start to perform because they're just in their own world. What is that vibe like, knowing that you just transform into something else and just have that kind of power, that imagery where you can project so much love to all the listeners that are just on that, they're on that same vibe with you. Yeah. You know, what's funny is um, a family friend just told me this the other night after my album release concert. He said, you know, you just get up there and you just turn on, you know, you just, you just turn into like, you know, a whole other person. And I don't feel that way at all. I don't feel that way at all. I feel like when I'm on stage, I'm even more of myself, you know? It's like I just get to be myself plus, you know, just magnified. And um, that's really fun to me. It's, I, I love the fact that with music, I can instantly change the frequency on which everybody in the room is vibrating. And that to me is like magic. So I try not to take that for granted. I really try to tap into that every time I'm performing. The fact that, you know, with this sound, with this vibration, I can get everyone vibrating together and we can all be in it together, you know? And that's, I just love that. I love that about being a musician. It's something I think is really um, just special about what I get to do as a profession. So I don't take it for granted at all. And I, I I love being on stage. It's funny because I'm a, I don't know if you're into astrology, but I, I'm a Pisces because I have a song in it called Pisces. Right. That's my sun sign. But my, uh, my rising sign is Leo, which I don't know if you know anything about Leos, but they like attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. August, so August 1st, August 1st, 19 something something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something about those eyes on you that makes you, you know, just get into that, the, get into that mood, get into that realm where you just feel like your best self. You know, you're just on. I love that. It's lights, camera, action. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, the, for those who are tuning in late, shame on you. But the teddy bear does forgive you. We are joined by the incredible vocalist, of course, Cecily, as we get into her new album, Songs of Love and freedom. And I find it apropos the single is beginning so much buzz right now and also a video to accompany it is Pisces. Can you tell the listeners out there about that particular single from the new album? Yeah, so this song, um I I mean I don't know if I'm allowed to have a favorite, but this is definitely one of my favorites. Because I wrote these lyrics a, quite a while ago. I wrote the first verse in chorus in 2011 and I've kind of seen the song 
grow over that time as a composition and now as like a production, a studio recording. And it's just a song that makes me feel good every time I listen to it. And as an artist, we're always our own worst critic. So it's hard sometimes to find a song and you can just listen to it of your own work and enjoy it every time. And Pisces is one of those songs for me. It just makes me feel uplifted and magical. It puts me in a good space spiritually and mentally. And I really love the song. I just love it. Well, you know what? Let's get everyone lifted and put everyone in a uh, smooth mood with a new single, of course, one of the seven tracks off this incredible new album, Pisces from Cecily, here in the zone of LOTL Radio. Oh, 
the incredible Cecily Pisces from the new album Songs of Love and Freedom available as we speak the iTunes CD Baby also on cecilymusic.bandcamp.com now I must ask you my love when are you going to come down to Texas to perform we would love to have you here in the studio thank you you know I would love to I'm currently planning a regional tour for this fall. Well, I should say I'm actually going on a three-city tour soon. I'm going to be in North Carolina, Philly, um, and also doing a D.C. date in June. But in the fall, I am planning to come down to Virginia, North Carolina, again, Atlanta. Maybe I can sneak Texas in there. I'll see if I can work on that, actually. I hope so. We would love to have you down there. And all of listeners out there say, hey, we want you out here. Hey, go to her official website, request, beg, do whatever you have to do to get to come <laughs> down to your city so you can perform for them and be sure to get your pen, pencil, crown, so you can lay down all this pertinent information to you. That's at CecilyMusic.com. You can also catch up with her on Twitter at Cecily Alexa. Yes, Lord. Also on Instagram with the same handle. And last but certainly not least, Facebook.com forward slash Cecily Music. Now, I must ask, Cecily of today, if she can hop in a time machine and go back, let's see, six years ago and have a conversation with the Cecily then, what would you say to her? Oh, my goodness. That's so Six years ago, (laughs) I had just graduated from college. And, you know, I, I went to school, I studied political science and black studies. And while I was in school, I decided mm-hmm. I wanted to be a full-time singer. But I finished my degree. I came out. I didn't know anything about how to be a professional musician. But I was just trying mm-hmm. to make it work. And I was getting frustrated and trying again and trying again. So if I could go back and tell myself anything, it would be just keep being persistent and keep being patient, you will know when it's right. You will know. You will feel it. You'll know when it's the right time to do everything you're supposed to do. And that's what I would tell myself. Just be persistent and be patient. Keep learning. Keep growing and just be you. That's what I would tell myself. Well, you know what? I'm glad that you chose this path of music because it is definitely without question you're calling. This is your second home, away from home, whatever you need. Please do not hesitate to let us know. You have our utmost love and utmost respect. And as I told you from the beginning, oh, my pleasure. As I told you from the beginning, the album is incredible. But my personal favorite song on there is Don't Hide the Sun. Lord have mercy. Can you tell the listeners out there about that particular single from the new album? Yeah, so this song, I actually, it started as a poem. I was in London. Um, I took a solo trip to London about a year and a half ago, you know, just to see London. I wanted to check it out, and I got really lonely while I was there. I was there for like two weeks by myself. And, you know, I was just sitting in the grass. It was warm, which was weird for that time of the year in London. It was sunny, which is also weird because it's always raining in London. And I was just sitting in the grass, in the sun, in the park, and I just 
wrote these lyrics down, you know, and I was just feeling good about where I was, and I was happy. I was finally enjoying the solitude instead of just feeling lonely. I was really enjoying the solitude of being with myself and just enjoying my own company. And so, you know, when I was working on the project, it was originally going to be an EP. It was originally going to be five songs. And then my musical brother, also based in D.C., his name is Aaron Abernathy, he told me, he said, sis, you've got to make an album. It's going to be a bigger statement. you got to do it. And I said, all right, if you say so, I'm going to try. And so he sent me a couple <laughs> tracking on from years ago, and he sent me this one. And I was like, ooh, I really love this word to sound, man. So we kind of rearranged it, changed up the drums he had written, and I made this little poem fit over it. And that's now we have the song, Don't Hide the Sun. And I love this one, too. Mm-hmm. You did an amazing job. Again, thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you so much for honoring us today. Much continued success. And I look forward to you coming down to Houston, Texas, so we can have you in the studio, okay? Yes, thank you so very much for taking the time to speak with me today. And thank you for sharing the album, sharing the message. And I can't wait to get down there and meet you. All right. The vision is here. (laughs) Don't hide the sun from the incredible vocalist, Cecily, songs of love and freedom here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio.
Lord, have mercy. It feels so good to be alive. Don't hide the sun from the incredible Cecily from the new album, Songs of Love and Freedom. Available via iTunes, CD Baby, but let your fingers do the walking. Head on over to uh, cecilymusic.bandcamp.com. And remember, family, to get all the latest updates, be sure you stop by Cecily's official website. That's at cecilymusic.com. Also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's definitely uh, <laughs> a beautiful thing. My goodness, I love it. <laughs> Make the teddy bear feel extra cuddly in love hearing some real music. My goodness. Hope everyone had a fantabulous weekend. Got a lot to get into, but so little time to get into it. But we got to pay some bills, get into a quick two and two with some Shaka Khan. Got to be there. Here in the zone of L O T O. Gotta be there. Be there.
face down in the crib right now. You tried it. Try talking to my best friend, she screenshot it. Oh, you tried it. Swiping your homeboy card in the club. Oh, you tried it. Try to screw me up and your baby mama car. You tried it. You all in the way, riding my way. You gon' find something better than me? <laughs> Go find her. Ooh, and I hope that she gon' find ya. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 
11 a.m. Pacific, Lord have mercy. And again, all the latest updates, you can catch up with us, comings and goings, so forth and so forth. <laughs> at Twitter, at L-O-T-O Radio, also on Instagram, at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-L Radio. The Zone, also on Facebook, at Facebook.com forward slash L-O-T-L Radio. The Zone. And am I forgetting something? Oh, before I I foolishly forget. For those who missed out on the broadcast, it's okay. We got you covered. Yes, Lord, we do. You can catch us on TuneIn. They're on TuneIn. And all you have to do is go to TuneIn app. That's right. You ain't got to sit by your computer. You can always listen to the show on your iPhone, Samsung, whatever cell light phone you got or something you got. You got that app. Go to the Google Play Store and download it. You can hear us on TuneIn at L-O-T-L, The Zone, also on iHeartRadio, same handle for that. Spotify, what else am I forgetting? Also, yeah, Google Play Store, Google Play Music, L-O-T-L, The Zone, so we got you covered. And speaking of that, I know time flies by when you're having so much fun and you're getting lost in blueprint music, but we got some more for you on the way with some Brenda, Nicole Moore with Reimagine. Lord help me, you're in the zone of L-O-T-L radio. I can feel the open air, I can feel the open wave start flowing over me. In the box glowing bright, there's a light starts to cover me. What life could be Start to see 
a very talented Brittany B. <laughs> Luckiest girl here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Well, family, it's about that time. I know it's okay. No need to tear or fear. <laughs> Daddy Bear got you here in the zone. Hey, I look forward to speaking to you and conversing with you. This coming Thursday, be sure to check us out. Yes, we have the incredible Chorus K of that on the show uh, discussing our new album, Lioness. Looking forward to that. But in the meantime, I want to send out love and a lot of uh, salutations to all the wonderful supporters of the it's been a one hell of a ride. Thank you so much because you're not fans, your family. And to all the listeners, supporters out there, the new supporters, thank you for tuning in and tuning all the negative reality. I got no time for that. It's been a beautiful experience. And speaking of a beautiful experience, we're going to close the show with one of my favorite artists, my goodness, British songstress, Brooker. My goodness, her new EP, Naked is phenomenal, and one of my favorite tracks on that CD is called Lord Help Me, Forbidden Fruit. <laughs> so to you and yours, have a fun-tabulous day, love one another, take care of one another, and as in always, keep it so full here in the zone of L-O-T-O Radio. The taste of the apple has me come in and done. No, it's the struggle from the start. Eve couldn't resist, guess I'm following her. Cause the cherry's so sweet. Tell me to explicit. Falling onto my knees. Sick of color Shake these bad hats.